0: And welcome back. I am Heather Carroll.
1: And I'm Father John Rutten.
0: And we're broadcasting this morning from Harrisburg, South Dakota. We're in the parish of Saint John Paul the Second Catholic Church, the newest baby church here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. So great to be here.
1: Well, it's a blessing to have you guys here.
0: (laughs) We're gonna be moving right along. Father Kurt Gunwall is on the line with us. Good morning, Father.
2: Good morning.
0: Thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about an interesting topic that we don't really talk much about this morning, and that is uh, mass intentions. To begin with, should we start at the beginning, Fathers, with what is a mass intention?
2: Well, I wanted to uh, just kind of lead people in that sense of realizing most of our actions have a purpose and an intention, and we use that word, you know, intentionally. It's the focus. It's the reason we do something. So we have a purpose that we do things for kids, raking the leaves for their parents, because they requested it. Or when we buy a gift or make a donation for a loved one again, we have the reason we're doing it. And similarly, our prayer, a mass intention, our prayer to God is for a grace from God. The greatest one is we seek that greater unity with God's will. But our intention therefore, that prayer is for ourselves or for someone or their needs. And so that's uh, the simplest starting point of that. It's for someone, for ourselves, or for the need of someone.
0: So what does it mean when you're um, offering a mass intention? How does that make it different than a regular prayer?
2: All right. Well, and I that was something else too that, that popped into my head as I was thinking about this. Is that I was told years ago when you pray a rosary you know, to offer each decade for an intention in order to focus my prayer to again give uh, a reason for what I'm offering, so it didn't just become rote or you know repetitive without giving it the, the fullness of what that prayer could be. So it is very similar to. Our other prayers and the intentions we should have when we pray the Liturgy of the Hours. Uh, again, the intentions are built in, but we can pray it, again I was told in seminary, for a specific person, for a specific need. But the Mass is the highest form of our prayer. Again, it's the source and summit of our lives, the Eucharist, and it's a participation in Jesus's sacrifice on Calvary to the Father, intended His sacrifice for all people, but in our limited way, We need to focus our prayer. We need to focus our mind on what we're praying for in order, again, to give it a a greater purpose, a greater meaning. And Jesus invited and commanded us to be united with him in His the prayer of the Last Supper in the Eucharist. So we join our prayers, our offerings, to Jesus, to the Father, in the celebration of the Eucharist. And in the Mass, we have a few general intercessions that we offer. But each of us holds many intentions in our heart and mind as we come to pray. We carry those people, those situations, those things in our heart. But the Mass intention that we talk about in in this way is a specific intention offered by the priest in the person of Christ for the body of Christ, for the Church, this particular parish, And it might be for the parish as a whole. We offer that every Sunday. We offer a specific Mass intention for this parish. The priest does that, and it's it's, again, one of our requirements that we keep praying for our parish. We also might be praying on other Masses for a specific parishioner or other requests. That might be a birthday, an anniversary, someone going through a difficult time. It could be in Thanksgiving for something that has been received, and the Psalms remind us of that, or prayer for the soul of, of someone who's died, I mean, that in Maccabees in other ways, or it could be any other intention, but it is, it's the priest's particular intention for that Eucharist that he comes, even though he may have many others in his mind.
0: Right. Well, for those of you that might just be joining us, we're talking with Father Gunwall from Fargo this morning, and we're talking about Mass intentions and who the Mass intentions can be for. Um, and so you're saying that these Mass intentions for a priest doesn't just have to be for those that have passed. I think a lot of people have that assumption that if you um, are having a Mass prayed for someone, they need to be deceased, and that's not true.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Correct. That, that is, that's one one of the beautiful things is that we can pray for our faithful departed. That's Again, that's a deep part of our faith, that our unity is not cut off when they've passed away. But it's not limited to that. There are so many other intentions that I celebrate a Mass for, again, for a retreat going on, for someone I know who's in maybe a difficult pregnancy, uh, and just many, many others. So intentions can be offered in that way, again, both. For thankfulness, for needs, uh, and for our departed—that again is an important part of our history. One thing I, I wanted to mention and clarify, because again, people don't always understand that there's only one—I'll say—paid uh, in, in any way, one particular mass intention that is usually advertised in a bulletin um, and somehow you know presented. This is the intention for this mass. And there can only be one paid intention for a mass. Canon law and, and our centuries of kind of developing through the church has clarified that. But yet, I have other people who ask me for other prayers, and mm-hmm. so I again I'll keep those in mind if just that request for something that might be going on or something that comes up last minute. But the mass intention itself, then there's the one. That may come from a donation, although a priest will always offer a Mass even without a donation, if someone asks for one. Again, we don't want it to be limited just to that. But right. when someone does make a donation, it's for two reasons. It used to be that that was a primary support for a priest, and in some countries that still is, but not not here in the United States really anymore. But it's also a sign of the generosity of the giver. Many people give gifts in honor of somebody who's living, or in memory of someone who's died, to all sorts of, you know, businesses, institutions, organizations. So it added a two-role part. It was for the sake of the person giving, their generosity, but also to support a priest in the past, and still has that in, in some small way.
0: So for those that are listening, if they've never had a prayer intention for a Mass, how do you go about getting a priest to do a prayer intention? I would think that they get a lot of requests for prayer intentions for masses. How do you go about physically doing that?
1: Well, it depends on which it, kind oh. of you know, if you go, you can just ask the priest, but mm-hmm. if you want it to be the intention, uh, the best thing to do is go through their parish because <laughs> 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 there's somebody in their parish that makes sure it gets on the list, <laughs> you know. Right. But you can just and ask the
2: Patton, Patton too. There, I know it varies diocese to diocese in the Diocese of Fargo. The, intent, the stipends that we say for a Mass still go to the priests, but I know some dioceses oh, don't they do. have that. Oh, oh. yeah, do? No. Yeah, in, in some diocese, Falls, it goes
1: it, to the parish.
2: It goes to the parish. Okay, yeah. See, so there's that difference from diocese to diocese on where that particular gift goes now. Yeah.
0: So as a priest, um, what does it mean for you to have a prayer intention? Uh, how does that change your Mass?
2: Well, well it's it like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I have two talking... priests. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that, that was simply, you know, it gives me that focus that my I enjoy when I have a real, clear focus and purpose of what I'm offering any prayer for, but especially the Mass so that's good for me is that
1: focus yeah we are a part of the body of christ and and uh so to have a face to have a person aware it it draws out a greater affection in me Mm -hmm. it it makes and it it, there's an intensity it's more tangible Mm -hmm. um to know a person
0: very cool well any last thoughts father Gunwell, before we let you go
2: I would say that as we go into November, uh, which is mm-hmm. I was preparing my Mass schedules and things, we pray for all souls, we pray for all saints. It's a beautiful month, and I see the number of gifts and donations and requests for Masses go up, and that's a good thing in this month. It's good to remember again all year long, I, and many times on the anniversary of someone's death we'll get the request. And that is a gift we have, that we continue to pray for those who have gone before us, especially that have been witnesses to us of faith or have handed that on to us. And so now we're doing something in return for them. So that's one of the beautiful things of the Mass Intentions.
0: Great reminder. Well, thank you so much, Father Gunwell, for being on with us this morning.
2: All right. Glad to to pop in.
0: All right. Thank you. All right, Father John, can you believe we've hit the end of the show already?
2: My
1: gosh, is that two hours? It was. This goes fast.
0: It really does go fast. Well, and I think it's interesting that we were talking about mass intentions, because your sister, your family's up to a lot. I don't know. They're just all mischievous, but your sister- (laughs) Yeah, that last part's true. (laughs) Your sister actually has a really beautiful book um, that might be helpful for people in November. very
1: good, yeah. Um, remember me uh, you can find it online uh, the remember me project Mm -hmm. um and uh, way it educates super educational why do we pray for the dead and and uh a little calendar to keep all the little memorabilia and the and to the, remember the remember them like yeah. remember the face pull the card out look at their face mm-hmm. look at the obituary remember uh, and it's mm-hmm. got a calendar so it kind of does the work for keeping your mind it's super super amazing this is right over here yeah. in the library uh every family should have one it's really a uh, heirloom it's a keepsake it really
0: is my mom bought um three one for herself and then one for my sister and I and she's building them for my sister and I and then handing them off and then we can add in you know more things more family members as as time goes on but ah yeah it's beautiful absolutely beautiful so that's the remember me book in case
1: you wanted to know more but
0: That's the end of the show for us, Father John Rutten. It's been a pleasure to be here. It
1: has been a pleasure to have you here with us and to be on your show, Heather. I'm going to
0: have to come back if that's okay. (laughs) Please do. Yes, that would be great. (laughs) We're broadcasting this morning. If you've missed any of our great interviews that we've had this morning, we've had a lot going on, you can always check it out, yourcatholicradiostation.com or the podcast on your app. So check it out. So, Father, we're down to the last minute. Will you part us with a blessing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for the gift that you have bestowed upon us and ask that your blessings might uh, move across these airwaves into hearts and minds and might those people who have been open to your truth open their heart and give your love away. And we bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. John Paul II, pray for pray for for us.